Hello and welcome to Kepler Plus TV, supported by Media Proxy. Now, we're here again reporting on the new rainbow and double rainbow from Quasar Science. Now, these are linear LED units for motion picture and digital content creatives. Yeah, we spoke with Ian Muir about the new units and he gave us a good overview on what to expect, but we wanted a bit more detail on two aspects that he highlighted, the colour science and the connectivity. So we're going to be speaking to Tim Kang and Ben Dynas about these features and here to tell us a bit more about the connectivity. Please welcome Ben Dynas all the way from Los Angeles CA. Always, uh, as always, welcome to the show, Ben. And uh, before we go deeper, can you give us a brief overview of why connectivity has become so important and uh, yeah brief overview of what how your approach is sure yeah with uh, with the rainbow 2 and the double rainbow we've really accentuated the connectivity aspects of this light um, because of the pixelation um, you know the 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 two foot double rainbow is two row is two rows of 10 pixels for a total of 20 pixels the four foot double rainbow is two rows of 40 of 24 pixels for a total of 48 pixels right with all of these pixels and all of this control that we have going on, um, it really, DMX ends up being a, a, a control that has some limitations, right? Um, a DMX universe is 512 channels. Well, instantly a, a four foot double rainbow can get near the max of a universe. So we knew that controlling these lights was gonna be something that we had to find the proper solution in order to do it. Um, and that's why we really focused on putting Inside every double rainbow, we have a couple interesting bits of technology. First, uh, we have a network switch inside of every double rainbow. We have the ability to take not just DMX in, but we can also take Ethernet or Artnet into the light as well. And so Ethernet and, uh, or I'm sorry, SACN and Artnet. With SACN and Artnet, yeah. now you're talking about sending every universe to every light, so to speak, so that you can uh, have a better distributed network uh, so you can control all your lights because, uh, you know, it's not just one pixel of control. It's not just five simple channels. They can get up to be around 450 DMX channels just to control. So how do you, um, if you want to set these up um, as part of your network, uh, you've got some status lights on there. What do they show and um, how important are those for people uh, when they're configuring? Yeah, when, when you're configuring your network, um, we have a, a handy little shortcut guide that uh, it will kind of explains the status lights. Because if you're like, let's say you're working in uh, SACN, well, you're going to look for a certain color combination of your status lights. That way that you know when you're setting up your network, oh, do I have yellow, a yellow data light? Is my, is my data light yellow on, on the light? Is that properly configured? It will really help you to mm. quickly and easily see that the light's, the light's okay. The light's receiving the proper communication and the different methods of connecting to the lights you you uh i guess i want to i'm trying to get at it in order to create a universe do we are we only able to do this via ethernet or can it be wireless uh can it be bluetooth uh what are the different you know connection options and where do they where do they uh fit in sure yeah we can connect to the light both wired and wirelessly for the wireless connections we have CRMX uh, by Lumen Radio. So inside every light, you have the ability to con to be to connect to a Lumen Radio uh, transmitter. Also inside the light, uh, we have Wi-Fi. So with the Wi-Fi control, there are some limitations, of course, with Wi-Fi with latency. Um, but we do have two connection options inside with Wi-Fi. The first is you could connect your light to an existing wireless network, like in your in your home office or 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 whatever. Uh, the second option is you mm -hmm. can set each light up to be 
its own wireless router, and then you can connect other lights to it so it can act as a wireless access point. And then the third wireless connection option we have is Bluetooth. So with Bluetooth as part of the, uh, the Lumen radio chip, you can talk directly to the light um, with, and you can use a lot of the popular iOS and Android apps like Luminaire, Blackout, um, Lightitions to control the light. So these, these have got some neat features in them as well, haven't they? Like lead and follow. Tell us how that works and what sort of applications would use that. Yeah, for, for lead and follow, this is the ability to manually control many lights from one light. So you could do that in one of two ways. First, you can link them with CRMX, with the Lumen Radio. So you could turn one light into a wireless transmitter and the other lights uh, would connect to it as receivers. And then any change you make to that lead light will happen on the follows. So the examples of yeah. this are if you have a bunch of lights rigged up high and you don't have a console, you don't have a big means of controlling them. Well, you keep one light on the ground, you set that light to red, 50% desaturated towards you know 2000K, then all of the followers will do the same. It also mm -hmm. applies to the effects, all the built-in effects that we have in the lights. Um, if you want them all to do a fire effect, well, it would be very difficult to go to every light and set it to a fire effect if you were building a big array of them. But with lead and follow, you could set yeah. your minimum, set your max uh, of your fire effect, and they'll all kind of behave within that and to create um, a, a more, uh, you know, a more interesting fire. Because ultimately, with when you're creating fire, when you're dealing with effects, um, and you're using them to light, to light talent, to light your subjects, um, the more pixels you have dancing around, the more um, energy you can put on your your subjects will be the will be you know will yield a better result which is now with the with the control and pixels now and getting how much control over each picture you've got Can, is it is, is it possible in any you know to maybe even generate low res graphics on them because if you're doing flames oh definitely you know, can you yeah i mean yeah with with um especially when you get into start doing large arrays we have what is called our ladder lights and what we like to do with those is do 32 eight footers down and yeah, you could start to put video right on top of them. I mean, that's part of the the push we're putting with all these control options is the ability to integrate seamlessly with LED volumes to be able to map the same footage that you're putting in the volume, put that on your um, a, a ladder or a bank of your rainbow twos or your double rainbows to really help to immerse your talent into that 3D environment, into that volume. Because you know, part of the trick when you're working with LED, LED volumes is how do you have the lighting interact with your talent to make the audience believe they're in the same space, right? So if you have, you know, that flashing yeah. light above them that you see in the background, that's, you know, it's, let's say it's like a rose tint to it. Well, if you want to take that same piece of media and map it into your rainbow and double rainbows to create that on your talent, to get them to feel like they're in that same space. So I guess you must have identified some new applications that have come out of that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, working in this in this space that's only, you know, really pushed forward the past few years of the LED volumes, um, having pixelated control and having lights that essentially with it, when our pixels are about 1.5 inches square, um, you really can create more dynamic lighting that way um, to work in these these XR, VR, all the different applications that are happening. So also, I, d I did want to touch on, we, we can learn a bit more from, from a couple of your mates on, on your YouTube channel, Roger Smurple and, and Jean-Claude. I, 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 what, what, what are they telling us on, on, on YouTube? Are we, are we going to see lots of videos coming out regarding you know, training from them? 
Yeah, they're they're definitely going to be helpful in uh, in training and getting getting our our viewers to watch the more boring videos. Um, but no, they'll, they'll they'll be around for a while. Um, they're good guys. Where can we send people, Ben, to find out more? Uh, QuasarScience.com is where you'd want to go to see more information, uh, watch our videos, get tutorials to really dive deep into uh, into the Rainbow 2 and Double Rainbow. Um, you know, we have a brand new help section that we just launched, help.quasarscience.com with our online manuals. It's just a way to get more immersive into the technology. If you like getting into the data, if you like really uh, seeing the nuts and bolts of, of how it all gets put together, um, you could check it out there, help.quasarscience.com. Brilliant. Thanks, Ben. So that's the website. Head over to Quasar Science, check out the new help section. Very interesting stuff. Um, thank you to Media Proxy for their support, Kit Plus TV, and thank you for watching. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. And all of these chats, of course, are available as a podcast if you're on the move. Search your podcast directory for Kit Plus or check out kitplus.com forward slash podcast. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.